Welcome, listeners, to The Cozy Corner with Alexia Gordon, the podcast dedicated to the lighter side of crime fiction. I'm Alexia Gordon, author and host. On each episode, I interview an author writing cozy, traditional, or historical mysteries. You won't find mysteries with explicit sex or violence. You will find mysteries with high-quality writing, intriguing plots, and engaging characters. Thanks for listening. Welcome, listeners, to The Cozy Corner with Alexia Gordon. I'm Alexia Gordon, author and host of the podcast. Author Sherry Harris joins me in the corner today to chat about her newest cozy, Rum and Choke. Welcome, Sherry. Well, thanks for having me, Alexia. Rum and Choke, I I keep wanting to say Rum and Coke, (laughs) Rum and (laughs) Choke is your fourth Sea Glass Saloon mystery. Please tell us about your sleuth, Chloe Jackson, and what she's up to this time. Okay. Well, Chloe Jackson was a librarian in Chicago, a children's librarian, until she kept a promise to a friend and ended up working at a bar in the panhandle of Florida near the real town of Destin, Florida, but she lives in a small town called Emerald Cove. And um, this time her coworkers convince her to participate in the Florida Panhandle Barback Games, which is an obstacle course and she'll be competing against other um, people from other bars in the area. And she's not really enthused and she is even less enthused when she finds out that the other bars bring in ringers. And so she's competing against some professional athletes. Um, And then uh, the other thing that's going on is there's a kind of mysterious woman named Anne, who's known as a local fixer. And she comes and asks Chloe, for help. She has to go diving and she wants Chloe to go and she's searching for treasure. Um, She's a descendant of John Lafitte, the pirate, and she found an old treasure map. And so they go out at sea, but instead of finding treasure, they find a body of one of the ringers. Mm. (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. Now, what what inspired you to set your series in the Florida Panhandle? Oh, it, that's a great question. So when my editor at Kensington, Gary Goldstein, and I were talking about a second series, we were throwing around a lot of ideas. And um, he came up with the idea of a bar in Key West. And ironically, I was going to Key West four days later, although I'd never been there before, but Lucy Burdett has the wonderful series set down there and I'm not familiar. And so I said, well, I'm not familiar with um, Key West, but I am familiar with the panhandle of Florida and they call it lower Alabama and the Emerald Coast. And he said, perfect, let's do that. So that's how that came about. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now the, the the other interesting thing is it, it's set in a saloon, which 
beach. You know, you hear saloon, you probably think of a, a noir crime story more than a cozy. So how, how'd you give a saloon a cozy twist? Um, you know, I think part of it's, even though it's called a saloon, it's kind of a tiki hut and um, it's, it's based on a bar that is actually in Destin, Florida. And um it closes at nine o'clock. And so it's not the wild party scene that some bars are. It's open to the beach. And so um, people can come and go. And then, of course, you have to fill it with some quirky, interesting characters. And um, so even though it is a bar, which is unusual for a cozy, I think it fits all the cozy parameters. You mentioned it was a real bar. Do you want to say the name of the real bar in case someone, and, and you know, like me, for instance, I love to take books to the real settings based on those. I think it's fun to read the book and the place that inspired it. Uh, so do you want to tell people where the real bar is? Sure. It's called The Whale's Tale, and uh, it's on Miramar Beach, which is, I mean, you can't tell where one part of the beach starts and one part of the beach ends. So it's to the east of Destin a little bit. And there's a restaurant above it. And then the bar, you go down these steps. And honestly, it's um, this one is completely open air. Mine has walls, but um, it's got a concrete floor and some uh, picnic tables and bar stools that you can sit at and look at at the ocean. And then it just has this big counter where the window slides up and down. So at night when they close up, they put the window down and go on their merry way. <laughs> <laughs> that actually sounds like a, a fun place to kind of uh, uh, hang out and, and, and read a book, um, a book like Rum and Choke. Um, and so what what uh, cocktail, what whales tell cocktail would pair well with, with your series? Mm. Well, I suppose we should have a rum and coke with this one. <laughs> but, but actually, Chloe ends up drinking a lot of bushwhackers, and um, which originated in on St. Thomas, and they're kind of like adult milkshakes. So um, she has to go check out her competition and ends up going to a bunch of bars. And she thought, oh, you know, this has some milk in it that'll coat my stomach. <laughs> and you usually water them down. So it would be a safe to drink during the day. <laughs> Which may or may not have been true. So day drinking bushwhackers. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> now, do, do you have a favorite cocktail? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Put me on the spot, Alexia. <laughs> I, I can't say I like them all, can I? <laughs> sure you can. Well, actually, I don't because I I know you always drink these really great looking cocktails, but I don't like whiskey, bourbon or scotch. So um, Chloe doesn't like those either. So like I love a Cosmo. Um you know, if it's really hot out, something fruity, like a pina colada or something, a bushwhacker is very nice drink to have on a hot day, too. So um, she switches it up. Those actually all sound like very Florida beach bar kinds of drinks. They do, don't they? <laughs> yeah. Now, did you did you research different cocktails or are these just 
something you you knew about? How did you how did you uh, kind of do your your cocktail research for your series? Um, I have a book called The Ultimate A to Z Bar Guide, and um, I've used that for a lot of my research. I, I've bought other books about bars and drinks and stuff, and um, but this one has come in really handy. And I've had this group of women that come in and are working their way through this book and they stop by because <laughs> I think Joaquin makes the best drinks in town. So <laughs> that sounds like a fun hobby. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Maybe we should take that up. <laughs> all all in the all in the name of cozies, right? The things authors will do for their books. Absolutely. I know I always joke that the research for this book has been so hard. My friend and I were down in Destin and we went to all these different beach bars and tried different (laughs) drinks and sat out in the sun. It was really, really terrible. (laughs) (laughs) The the, the other uh, thing that, you know, obviously goes with the the bar theme is the bar back games. So what what is a bar back back and do they really have events like your bar back games? Um, a bar back is really just the person that makes sure the bartender can do their job. It's really a lot of work. They're usually running all the time because they're restocking glasses. They're restocking drinks. They're making sure there's ice and the fruits chopped and, um, it's it's a lot of hard work without the glory of being the bartender. And so, yes, there are. And, and I did do some research, and it does seem like there are some barback competitions, but I made this one an obstacle course. And I think most of them are, you know, like mixing a drink and that kind of thing instead of what I came up with. Well, how did you come up with your events? Um, I don't know. I just was trying to think of kind of silly, funny things and, you know, like, um, running through tires, holding three steins in each hand without trying to spill the beer in them and rolling a keg up a sand dune hill that's man-made and, um, mixing a, a drink out of, uh, ingredients judges give you that are just unmarked. Um, I just thought of tried to think of something fun and, and kind of silly that would be interesting to read about. Well, your, yours actually sounds uh, far more exciting than uh, just plain old mixing drinks competition. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> uh, another thing that's, that's exciting perhaps in a, in a, in a scarier way is, pirates uh, you mentioned one of your characters was descended from the uh notorious or infamous pirate jean lafitte uh, yeah. so would you tell us a little about about uh, uh pirate lafitte in uh, florida's pirate history yes actually um in the destin area there's not as much pirate activity as there is a little more to the west um pensacola and then mobile alabama and over to new orleans And I don't know why I made her a descendant of him. It was just one of those things, you know, how when you're writing and stuff pops into your head. (laughs) (laughs) But I liked that. And um, 
And she's mysterious. She's in the first and second book. Um, in the first book, From Beer to Eternity, Chloe misunderstands who she is, but Anne helps her out anyway. Um, and so in the second book, Chloe goes to her for help. In the third book, I have Anne, not, she's in New Orleans um, visiting family because I didn't want her to have this person to rely on to make her life really easy. But then Anne comes back and this time she's the one that needs help. Um, she doesn't trust a lot of people and she knows Chloe will keep her mouth shut. And so um, that's why Anne turns to Chloe. She actually sounds like a, a very good pirate descendant. <laughs> I, I hope so. <laughs> it's kind of it's, fun having this kind of darker, uh, mysterious, yet vulnerable woman in the book, too. Uh, did, did you do any any uh, research into, into pirate lore or pirate history? I did some, um, just because I was trying to see, you know, how realistic it would be to have a shipwreck um, in that area. And um, it was, it was realistic. There's a, there's a um, festival every year in the, in Fort Walton beach, which now the name is escaping me, of course, but it's a, a big festival for this supposed pirate that probably is just a fictional um, person um, and, but they always have a treasure hunt and everything. And so it's, you know, any place where you have a coast, there's bound to be some pirate lore. <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of treasure hunts, have you ever been on a treasure hunt? Um, not really. You know, my, I did the thing when I was a kid, like my parents had clues around the house that hit, led me to my birthday present, but <laughs> That was about it. It would be fun to go on one, though. So you haven't joined any uh, digs for Blackbeard's treasure or anything like that? Yeah, no, I'd rather read about it than <laughs> really do it. Do you have a favorite pirate story or, or pirate legend? I really don't. I, I do think John Lafitte is interesting because um, he kind of got coerced into helping um oh gosh now I can't remember which war it was gosh Alexia I'm sorry but um he got yeah. coerced by the government to help um the Americans fight let me see it was so he was French and um originally was there but he ended up helping in the um, Mexican War of Independence, and um, then he helped the United States, and in the War of 1812, that's it, finally it came to me. <laughs> and um, then he disappeared after that, and, and nobody's really sure what happened to him, so, oh. Yeah. Oh, so the unsolved mystery of uh, Jean Lafitte. Yeah, I think a lot of people think he went to Mexico. Um, so, and it might have been a little later than after the war, but um, 
he did kind of just disappear from history, it seems like. At least that's what I think happened. <laughs> so do, do you think your your character may uh, uh, ever, uh, in your story, do you think you'll ever weave that more into your character's storyline, the mysterious uh, disappearance of Jean Lafitte? Oh, that would be a really interesting thing to do. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> There's a plot. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I hadn't really thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, and 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 interesting twisty plots are, of course, one thing that that people love about mysteries. That another thing that they love uh, about cozies in particular is the titles, uh, because there are some some great puns. Even people who don't read cozies that much still love uh, the punny titles. And I was trying to make a, a joke about punishing, um, but I won't. Um, <laughs> instead, <laughs> I will read the titles of your series. You have uh, uh, you have Three Shots to the Wind, A Time to Swill, From Beer to Eternity, and of course the new one is Rum and Choke. So how did you come up with your with your with your titles? So um from Beer to Eternity just popped into my head. And um, a time to swill pretty much just popped into my head too. And then my editor and I were going back and forth, um, about the title for three shots to the wind. Cause I kind of wanted to keep, um, a literary theme since a time to swill is based on John Gershom's a time to kill. And, um, but we just, I, I think we were stretching the point. And so he thought of three shots to the wind and rum and choke. And it, it's <laughs> that way with my um, Sarah Winston books, he'd think of some of them, I'd come up with others and we just go back and forth. So <laughs> do you go back and forth over cocktails? <laughs> no, but that's a great idea. <laughs> I, I just, just have this image of, of you two, like, you know, sitting in some, some, bar somewhere with you know the the cocktails between you and a a pad with a list of of pun titles <laughs> that would be way more fun it's usually been just over emails so. <laughs> <laughs> not nearly as exciting oh <laughs> uh, well uh speaking of of rum and choke uh, when will it be available it comes out on december 27th so the end of this month Oh, so it's practically right around the corner. Um, and as, as a as a reminder to listeners, Christmas has twelve days, so you can still buy a copy of Rum and Choke for Christmas. Um, you can you can open presents on Epiphany too. So <laughs> that's so true. And uh, where can readers uh, buy a copy as a as a seasonal uh, stocking stuffer, perhaps? Um, any of your major chains, um, Amazon. I um, always have signed copies available at one more page in Arlington, Virginia. It's a great independent bookstore. Um, so that's where you can find them. Oh, and, and getting a signed copy uh, is an extra added uh, bonus for uh, going to the, the independent bookstore. You said one more page in Arlington, Virginia? Yes. And uh, do they do they have a mail order service? They do. You can just go to their website, which is onemorepage.com, 
and um, order books through there or give them a call. Oh, that's cool. So, hey, um, make that take that extra step and get a signed copy even better. (laughs) Yes, I agree. (laughs) And where where can readers uh, connect with you uh, to, you know, find out uh, perhaps what's coming next in the series or, or what you're up to? So I blog with a group of women called the Wicked Authors, and that's wickedauthors.com. I'm on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Um, I have a website, sherryharrisauthor.com. So there's lots of places to find me if people want to. And and can you give us a, a hint about uh, what you might be up to next? I am actually right now, well, I just finished writing um, a Hallmark movie style romance that the idea popped into my head about, gosh, I bet it's been five years ago. And I wrote kind of a long outline for it at the time, but just have never had the time to write it. And so I just gave that to my agent and I'm working on something new that's kind of a... um, fun story about a young woman that um, is from a family of spies and she wants to be one, but she's the youngest and they don't think she should be. And so um, she's secretly trying to become one. Oh, very exciting. So uh, a romance and a spy, spy novel. Yes, but the spy novel is also just it's very light and you know funny and um she can't pass the physical because she (laughs) hurt her leg falling out of the apple tree in the middle of her brother proposing to his fiance and so (laughs) just kind of those funny things going on too well that's that's certainly something to look forward to and uh while uh, we're all waiting for sherry's uh uh next uh, literary uh forays to uh, make it to our bookshelves we can enjoy a copy of uh, rum and choke or one of the other uh, sea glass saloon mysteries so thank you very much for joining me in the corner today sherry oh thank you so much for having me it's so great to chat with you (laughs) and thank you listeners for tuning in to another episode of the cozy corner with alexia gordon my guest today was sherry harris chatting about Rum and Choke, the fourth Sea Glass Saloon mystery. I'm Alexia Gordon, your host. Until next time, goodbye. Thank you for listening to The Cozy Corner with Alexia Gordon, part of the Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. I'm Alexia Gordon, award-winning author and host of the show. Tune in next time for another chat with an author writing on the lighter side of crime. Until then, goodbye.